And welcome back to the Subconscious Mind Mastery Podcast, Thomas and Majana. Hello. Together. <laughs> Listen, we've got some cool stuff to talk about today from uh, just some chapters from our own life kind of thing. But I am so aware of so many people talking about the just crazy stuff that uh, has been going on around this uh, I, you know, I say I'm going to give it a reason. I don't know. Just a bunch of stuff that seems like stories coming out of the woodwork that you normally wouldn't hear to this level. So let me just tell you a couple. Two weeks ago, I got a, uh, a letter that kind of rocked my world. It was not a positive experience. And by his world, he means our world. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Dragged you into it. <laughs> And then uh, four days after that, I got a personal message from a family member that was just a kick in the gut, pull you over, you know, just ouch, hurt. Yeah, very painful. hurt. Then just a couple of days ago, another very close friend of mine who I've known for at least 10 years got a letter and is going through... Another equally challenging situation. And then, this is being recorded on Friday, September 13th, there was a news broadcast where I saw another friend of mine in another horrible situation. I go on Facebook last night, and a guy that I used to know back in my television production days is a uh, reporter down in Atlanta for ABC News, announces that at 59 years old, they have found a large mass in his lung. I mean, it's just, and it just keeps going on. And I'm getting emails from a number of you just talking about this crazy energy. It, yeah, it really makes you want to just hole up and cover up. Uh, didn't I do that for almost three years? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yes. I remember those oh, years. Yeah. Well, you can't go skiing right now. However, they did get some snow last night. Yeah, back on topic here. <laughs> Squirrel. I'm building my case. Hmm. Um, so what's cause? you know, like, so people ask, what's causing it? Well, I don't know. Crazy stuff is happening. But I will say this, and I've talked about this a number of times. We have this incredible astrological event taking place. You know, the Magi in the Bible, Know them well. Were astrologers. <laughs> <laughs> they were astrologers. Look it up. Magi in Persia were astrologers. And what did they say when they came to the manger scene that we have at Walmart? <laughs> they said, "We have seen the star, and we came to. We came to. You know, we know that this is a kingly event. So they were definitely in tune with the sky." So we have almost on the scope of that magnitude of an event happening in the sky right now. And that is that the two Lord planets of karma and transformation, being Saturn and Pluto respectively, are going to be in complete alignment on January 10th, 2020. Okay, To me, that is almost as big as those wise men saying, we have seen a star in the east. So they knew something was special. That's right. And just like history repeats itself, 
it's building right now, and it's going to continue after that date. So it's not, not like that date is some epiphany going to happen, but it's building crescendo and then decrescendo. Exactly. I've said that a bunch. You may, on January 10th, get up, make your coffee, go to work, pet your dog, you know, all the, not in sequential order, but, <laughs> <laughs> you know, do all the things that you do, come home, fix dinner, you know, do homework, all the stuff that you would do, and then go, oh, wait a minute, what's that funny guy talking about, right? But it's these stories that you're hearing, and Majani, you exactly hit it right, because Saturn and Pluto have both been in retrograde for like the last four months. Saturn is getting ready to turn direct, just a few more days. Pluto about two weeks behind that. So this energy is ramping back up. And I think about, you know, talking about being up in the mountains. In the spring, when you go on a hike, you are very aware when the weather starts to warm up into the 60s and 70s, that a particular animal is back on the prowl and hungry and horny, <laughs> you know, and they want to eat and have sex. So Saturn and Pluto are kind of like the bears coming out of their caves. You know, they are frisky <laughs> and they are on the prowl. And Saturn has already stood up and gone, <sighs> okay. Boom, right? Who can I mess with? <laughs> I don't think he's waiting to go outside to affect, you know, his stuff. He's already, Saturn is in, on the move. So I think that's as best I can see in the chart. I mean, there are some other things. The planet Uranus is in retrograde, and I think that's throwing this weird aspect into things that uh, is just catching people off guard. That would mm -hmm. totally fit Uranus spinning backwards. So when you put those two together... I just, I thought that this was going to be monumental. I had no idea how much. You know what I like about this piece of it, though, is the buildup. Like you and I were talking the other day, as these problems or confrontations hit us, it gives us an opportunity to look at it and say, okay, what's being reflected back to me? Mm -hmm. Right. So you can take these lessons gradually. You don't have to wait for that cosmic two by four, and maybe you can avoid it. And, you know, like I thought in my own case, I was doing pretty darn good, and yet I'm fully aware that what the universe has done is represented to me issues that were loose ends. They were not tied up. They were not complete, at least for what I set out to do in this lifetime. And even if you feel they are complete, we have an opportunity to go deeper, to That's, really tighten yeah. them up. Sure, sure. So I turned around and welcomed these things as opportunities to grow in these very specific and known-to-me areas. So made it okay and then started to look into it and lean into it. No, no, no. I'm sorry. I got I to gotta just say, you didn't make it okay. You were brilliant. I'm oh. just... <laughs> I have to give Thomas some kudos here because this was a very challenging emotional piece. And he has literally pulled together every tool that he has accumulated, all the work he's done, and stepped into this beautifully. I'm so proud for you. Oh, thank you. <laughs> well, you know, I think one of the other things that's come up through this is uh, integrity. I think you know? that's a big key here. And 
Majana and I have had this conversation so many more times than once that uh, when we are in this position where we're doing this kind of thing, that we just have to look here first and make sure that we are in complete integrity mm-hmm. in everything that we do. So you're right. I mean, and I know, look, I get grumpy and, and uh, I have bad days just like everybody else. But if we're not globally doing the work that we talk about, then we're phonies. Agreed. And there's always integrity. You know, what is that? I don't remember the exact verbiage, but there is a bit of a cliche that what you see in others that irritates you is really what's being reflected back to you. It's your mirror. Yeah, right. Exactly. So I think these are great mirrors that are being held up to everybody. And it's easy to throw rocks from a glass house. Yeah, it is. So let me tell you then what happened next. <laughs> and now the good stuff. So I was sitting there mulling through my list of stuff. And I am. I'm, I've started a note and I'm keeping a list as I hear these things because I just want to reflect on the magnitude of this energy. Oh, and just a point on Pluto-Saturn. So just really quickly, the significance of this is because both of these planets move slowly. Pluto is the slowest mover in the astrological chart. It takes 248 years to go all the way around. So it spends about 20 years in a particular sign. Right now, it's in the sign of of, uh, Capricorn. Yeah, thank you for that. (laughs) She's a Capricorn. (laughs) So uh, Saturn moves through in 28 and a half years. So it's more like about six years in a sign. So they're both at 22 degrees out of 30, so they're about to move on out, but Saturn will go a lot faster. On January 10th, they will be in perfect alignment. Now, the last time that this happened was the year 1517 that they were together in Capricorn, and that was the year that Martin Luther began the Protestant Reformation. Okay, let's go back. We can learn from history. The previous time that they were together was 1284. That ushered in the Dark Ages. <laughs> Are you feeling the energy here? <laughs> now, let me do one more because you say, well, what about Pluto? You said 200 and well, those of you doing math real fast in your heads are saying, wait a minute, that would put us back, yes, to 1765 to 1772, let's say. That was the period that Pluto was in Capricorn, but... Saturn was on the other side of the chart. It was over in Taurus and Cancer and Gemini and over there, so it wasn't at home. See, every sign in the astrological chart has a planet ruler, and Capricorn's is? Saturn. Something that should be permanently ingrained right on your forehead. (laughs) (laughs) Good thing I happen to like Saturn. Because Saturn rules your home sign. So Saturn being at home, being the karmic lord, being the thing that is going to bring you to your lessons. And I love this line. I'm going to be a spoiler here. This is from Stephen Forrest in his (laughs) book called Fire, which we will talk about here in just a minute. But let me read you this line because it is just iconically perfect. He's talking about facing our challenges, facing our growth, facing our work, doing our work. And he said it is hard work, but if we choose not to bother with it, the universe shrugs its eternal shoulders because we are always free to learn things the hard way. I love that. What a great visual. (laughs) 
It's like, oh my goodness. You know, let's just do the work and do it amicably. Yes. Right? right. Let's lean into it. Own your staff. So speaking of Stephen Forrest, Stephen is one of the premier astrologers in the world today. When you talk about the top of the astrology world, you're talking about, I don't know, a few handful of people, and he's definitely one of them. And I'm guessing they've heard you say his name a time or two before. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how much I've mentioned him on here, but I've certainly been reading and studying and have woven his material into my own look at the chart. But Stephen is just one of the, and he's so preciously iconic in his presentation and his delivery. So I looked up the thing that I do when I occasionally, you know, look at books. Does he have any audio books? <laughs> and he did not. So I sent him a letter probably about six months ago or more. And just made my little pitch. And I uh, got the nicest rejection letter in the world <laughs> that I've ever received. He was so kind and gracious to say that, no, he was going to record his own books. Well, a couple of weeks ago, I had another prompt. And it was just a very subtle, you know, but bring it back to bring it back to the surface. And this time I had um, been buying some courses from his school. So I was familiar with his manager. So I just sent an email to the school hoping that it would get to the manager, and it did. And so while I was sitting here fumbling through my problems, (laughs) (laughs) my challenges, I uh, opened up an email, and it was from Stephen and Tony. And they said, we have circled back on this, and we would like to take you up on your offer. Talk about an energy shifter. (laughs) And they had the first book attached. They said, how do we get started? And also what's really cool is Steve is known for uh, the first book that he wrote back in the 1970s called The Inner Sky. That is just a cool title. It is. is. It's the blueprint. Yeah, it's the sole blueprint. That's exactly what the book is about. And, uh, And they said he wanted to do that one himself, which I totally get because he should. And they asked if I would help him. Yeah. So I said, well, I have about as many audio book tricks as he has astrology tricks. So, yeah, we could we could work that deal out for sure. So this is, oh, my gosh. Yes. After a horrendous week, to put it lightly, what a great opportunity and celebration. Oh, just And then just working with them in the few emails that we've had back and forth since has just been delightful. So it's just great. Hey, you know what I think is an important point as well is what did we do just a matter of an hour maybe before that? That's a really good one. So I was in here recording and on some other stuff and I uh, locked the computer up twice on the program that I record with, which just doesn't ever happen. It's stable as a rock. And so I, when, it, when I had to restart the second time, I put my headphones down and I went in and I said, we've got to clear. And um, Majana brought some sage in and we did a clearing. She cleared me and we just opened up the energy. Got underneath the table, I mean, in the corners, did a really thorough cleansing of the room. And then we set intentions just to open the space. Mm-hmm. Yep. So it was in that clearing that the, then just literally hours later, that the email came. Yes. Yay. Clearing the negativity of the week and just the electric 
electricity buildup that was in here. So here are a couple of tips that I think we can take away from all of this that could help you if you're facing challenging energy. So number one, remember this is about the soul journey. And like Stephen Forrest said, let's just get on the amicable side of the opportunity. Majana used the word opportunity a minute ago. It is an opportunity. It's the universe presenting things back to you again uh, with some firmness. <laughs> Think it's about, you know, and uh, again, some of you may have had fathers who were not within proper lines when they disciplined you. So this is not the image that I'm creating. If you had a dad who was firm in his resolve, stood with his shoulders square and wouldn't let you get away with your, right? <laughs> but was not abusive and disciplined in love and brought you to the plumb line, sometimes applying excessive, you know, force, <laughs> say excessive to you, right? Not excessive in the scope of, you know, but just the point that he was a disciplinarian who wanted you to be on the right path and saw that when you were wandering, maybe it took a little bit of something to bring you back, to wake you up and realize we're playing for keeps here. This is for real. I'm not going to let you wander off over here. I am your father and I'm going to bring you back. That's Saturn. And it does that very well. <laughs> and yet that same father, if you crawl up in his lap and you put your arms around his neck and you say, I love you and I want to obey and I want to do the right thing, give me some advice. He will put down his paper. That was we used to read those. They're called newspapers. <laughs> <laughs> he will put down his iPad or remote control and hug you back and give you his whole heart. And that's Saturn. That's Saturn, like right now, giving you a glimpse, right? Giving you, reflecting things back to you. Chokes me up to, you know, to think that we have this, not only this um, guidance, you know, this like, we came here to do something. We and our human frailty will not get it. We're, we'll be lost. We'll get off track. We'll mess it up. And we have this system that brings us back. Just beautiful. It is. And I think we get choked up because we've wanted this our entire lives and didn't know it was available. So this is our passion. So here is the opportunity now. So what do you do? Well, one is you get really clear on where these areas are that you need to work on. Now, this isn't self-promotion, but it is. <laughs> I am doing these soul-based consults at half price right now. You can get there from the Subconscious Mind Mastery website. You can also get there from the funastrology.com website. And I'll be happy to do that. I think I'm going to extend the sale to my birthday month, October, but I'm going to raise the price. So get in in September if you want the lowest price. But those consults are all geared toward discovering what that path is for you based on your chart. Okay, so once you know that, then you know what to be leaning into. I mean, you, you know what your lessons are, but I'm just saying this is a way that we can go into an area where we can read the blueprint. Okay, so once you know what that path is, 
then, and I was actually reading a section of the fire book today, where he was saying that when we have these challenges, if we take the watery approach, like I'm a big water sign, we would go hide, we would go under the couch, you know, scorpions like to be in the dark spots, and we would get away from it. But he's saying when we stand up into our fire, then we face that challenge, we square off with it, and we beat the demon. You know, we knock it back. I think that's a good point. And that that even is pretty much what it feels like to step into the fire. It feels hot, but to stand your ground. And if it's uncomfortable because that's not your, you know, your forte. Then you go, yay, I'm growing. Exactly. <laughs> right. And maybe you'll get the, uh, the get out of jail free card for your next incarnation to actually come back as an Aries and be able to do it very easily next time. <laughs> right. That's right. It's like, well, I'll just switch that to no problem mode. <laughs> and then you can work on being nice <laughs> for all you Aries out there. I'm just kidding. I've got plenty of fire in my own chart. Don't worry. <laughs> so that's one thing is just knowing and facing and dealing with these issues and being willing to deal with these issues. And it may not be comfortable. I think the biggest piece of that and the most challenge is to confront your own issues because mm, it's yeah. easy to see someone's else error. But when you have to confront yours, especially if it's subconscious or it goes back a long way and it's painful, well, that's the real growth. And that's the hardest piece to do is own it. We build in so many deflections and walls and protective barriers, and we can get so good at changing things around and turning things around. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. All right. Another thing is we saw this so powerfully around that clearing is you've got to be on your A game with all of your spiritual tools and work. Okay. So for me, you know, my story, it's hiking in Colorado. So I am looking for the next possible window when I can get up there, even if it's going to be for a couple of days because I really need to get on that hiking trail ASAP. have had a couple of obligations that have kept me here, but when I get a free little window, I'm going to go do that because that's my self-care. In the meantime, I can walk sometimes around here. Uh, the heat stroke around here gets me, so I'm you know a little bit contained on that. But I'm going to take care of myself first. My second backup that really kind of tunes me in well is this kundalini. And a lot of you have written in. If you email me, thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com, I've got a kundalini yoga routine for the morning that uh, I'll be happy to email to you. But just uh, t just send me an email there, thomas at subconsciousmindmastery.com. That's another really good way that uh, I like to, it helps me get in tune. And then we did the clearing that Majana did where we just opened up the whole thing energetically. And I think that's the package. You have to do what you do in order to be in tune. And then this is so strong that you're going to have to bring in some other tools to open things up. So one thing I think is an opportunity along with this is you, Thomas, are very aware that a mountain hike is your happy place, and that's very meditative to you. And at the same time, through this process, I think the universe is giving you the opportunity to find other ways to deal with it because that's also growth, and you're doing that. You're stepping into that as well. So 
I think there's so many layers here. As we're growing through this, you have to be open to everything. I think that's the the key point is a game on all the time. Yep. Keep your eyes open. You've got to stay clear. You can't get caught asleep under this energy. And anything you have as a fixed mindset, release it. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think there's anything fixed right now except integrity and love. That's very that's very true. Everything else is kind of right now, energetically from the sky at least, indicating up for scramble. I mean, and that's what you talked about with the history. That's exactly what happened were, were these huge shifts. So things that the institutions and the way of life people thought were set and static were not. So be ready. Just be open, heart, body, and mind. Well, and that's why I say don't fix so much on January 10th because the way that in astrology you look at these slower moving bodies is they are more generational they are more periodic you look at the fast movers Mars and Venus and Mercury and the Sun and the moon as more of what kind of controls your day-to-day and you look at these as what more is affecting your bigger picture that's what happened with the American Revolution. Obviously, it didn't happen right on a certain date. It was a period, okay, point taken. So, yeah, that's why I'm saying is we're in it now. Yes. We're in the soup now. So these things that are happening are happening in the bath of this bigger energy. So that's what I think is going on, and those are some tips. So hope that that helps. We will keep doing these types of things as things unfold for us, and there's relevant information to share. But I think for now, that's a lot. It's about doing the work and it's about doing it with all the umph that you've ever had. And the results are going to be bigger than they would have been in hundreds of years of other alignments. This is huge. Best of luck swimming through and facing your growth opportunities. And we are right there with you. Enjoy the journey. The opinions on this podcast are those of the host based on personal experience only and are not intended as medical or psychological advice. If you are experiencing symptoms that require professional treatment, please contact a licensed medical practitioner. The stories and opinions expressed on this podcast are independently those of the host and guests and are not intended to be taken as medical advice or to replace medical care from a licensed professional when appropriate.